are harder than rocks. <laughs> My fingers. My fingers to work. Moto One Podcast Network. Welcome to Creative Writing, America's weird uncle of motorcycle podcasts. We're the big sounding podcast with the tiniest following. We're brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. For more details, head over to patreon.com forward slash creative writing to find out more. Now, to your crazy, crazy show. Oh, yeah, I feel it already. God, better turn this off. Turn it off, turn it off. Turn it off, turn it off. We're gonna blow your eardrums out. We're gonna talk about motorcycles, maybe a trout. We're gonna talk about, talk about, talk about, talk about things, baby Jeezy. What's up, baby Jeezy? Yo, it's Junkie Turdman here, live in the studios this week with none other than Botor. <laughs> I meant Tobor. Tobor, isn't that charming when I say funny little stuff like that about you? I'm gonna put that guitar down. God, those strings are harder than, you know, Calculus. I would have said something stupider, but uh, anyway, hi. I, I'm about to say something stupid here for about an hour, right into your ear holes. So get ready for that. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Creative Writing. This is episode. Ooh, ooh. I wrote some notes for this one, but it's a, a hell of a show. I think it's a uh, 2:39. Anybody? Anybody? Uh, anybody? <laughs> anybody? Help me! Oh my God! Somebody come on this podcast with me. <laughs> Keep me going. Um, I'm just kidding. I was going to say anyone, anyone know what episode it is. Let's see. It is 2.39. Hey, listen, everybody. It's 2.39. Welcome to Creative Writing. Up your butt and around the corner with coconut. Um, hey, as the Gregorian calendar ticks through this penultimate month of 2020, the year still may have some surprises in store for us yet. On next week's show, we want to break down 2020. We're going to take a look at some of the long and short-term effects that the pandemic has had on the motorcycle industry and the community at large, or has not had, uh, if you're talking some some events. Um, we're, you know, shitty politics and Black Lives Matter both took center stage in 2020, and although you may not think so, that's had some uh, effect on motorcyclists uh, across this, this country at least. Uh, climate events like flooding and wildfires have added to the dumpster fire that the year has turned out to be so far, and conversations around climate have uh, been reprioritized since 2000 whenever Bill Clinton uh, made the hydrogen highway deal and and all that great stuff. So anyways, uh, yeah, welcome to Creative Writing. We'll get you all caught up to that on next week's show. This week, we're going camping. Fuck you! All right, and uh, maybe not fuck you, maybe come along. Uh, I'll tell you where we're going to be at the end of the show if you DM me. Yeah, maybe you can, if you're going to be in Southern California, you can come hang out a little bit. Come down to our... Uh, our, uh, what's it called, our campsite, throw a shrimp on the barbie and a beer in your mouth, and yeah, that's how it works. Hey, listen, 
disclaimer real quick. We haven't had to do this in a long time, but I'm going to do it on this week's show. Listen, the views and opinions of the participants of the Creative Writing Motorcycle Podcast are those of the participants and do not reflect the policy positions or opinions of Creative Writing. The Moto One Podcast Network or any of our affiliates and any opinion is the respective participants and is not intended to malign anyone or anything, even... And M4 drivers. And I'm saying drivers, not riders, because you kind of do drive an NM4. Let me throw this mm, receipt for some firewood up there. I don't have trees on my property like I did when I was a little kid um, to, to chop, to constantly chop down. Um, you know, I lived on Easter Island as a kid, and we chopped them all down, sadly. We kept building these big head statues, and boy, that cut up to us pretty quick. Uh, now it's a barren island with just these big head statues that you really can't make a house out of. Uh, but anyway... Uh, so yeah, I'm, I bought some firewood. Uh, we're all set up. We're going to hit the road tomorrow, tomorrow being today, it, well, by the time you're hearing this. So listen up everybody. Uh, on this week's show, I have a couple announcements right up here up front. Let me get this, uh, email popped open so I can tell you a little bit about this, what is going on. And also, uh, a quick announcement, Moto One Podcast Network. I have been given the keys I think I said this before, it's the Moto Twins podcast, the guys that uh, ran it and still do uh, have a little bit of a run uh, in it, a little bit of say in it, um, have tasked me and kind of given me the the keys to go ahead with it after having some things happen um, COVID-related uh, with them and kind of shutting down produ- production. Um, said, hey, man, we have all these back episodes. We're obviously not going to air them now since we... Uh, did it over the summer, and we're di- we're putting the show on hiatus, doing other professional things, so you can have it. So guess what? Guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna quit this show. That's for sure. <laughs> Yuck! Ugh! I don't know what happened. I had rat rat hair in my mouth. Yeah, you heard me, rat hair. I'm that guy now. I'm the guy with the rats around his property. Uh, I might have said something about having a rat in my car a couple weeks ago. And uh, I hadn't even started my car. I hadn't had to go anywhere. I work from home. I've have I've have worked from home uh, for quite a while, and so I only drove my car um, very often when I had kids. Um, mostly when it was just me and my wife. I could even grocery shop on the motorcycle, um, and so it wasn't a big deal. Um, I would just grab a, a huge backpack full of goodies, and off we were. Off we were. So it not it wasn't really until I had kids that I even drove my car. I'm surprised I didn't have rats up until now. But yeah, so a couple months ago, uh, pre uh, right around March, so not a, uh, it feels like just last week. This whole month is this whole year has been one long March, uh, March toward doom, <laughs> March toward the end. Uh, but anyways, in March, um, yeah, I had a rat take up um, residence in my car because it was all rainy and crappy, and they're like, "Hey, look, a warm car that hasn't moved in seventeen weeks." So we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna kick it in here and make a little house. And they did. They made a house on top of my intake manifold of all places and they decided to eat their food and take a crap on my battery you'd think as a mouse the first time you peed on a um well i guess they didn't pee on the positive and the negative at the same time but anyway uh you'd think the first time you went pee on a battery it might be the first and last and most exciting time you ever went pee but apparently not so we had a rat up in my up in my uh uh uh, engine bay like a few months ago. Thought we got rid of them. Uh, but apparently this whole neighborhood is infested with rats. And I don't know if you uh, have ever read the book. Um, 
God, what was it? You know, Rats Eat Your Eyeballs Out by uh, Glenn Kalman. Yeah, that's a fun book. So, uh, and it's real. It's based on a true story. We fall asleep and they come and eat your boogers and then your eyeballs. Um, and then they lick your face uh, after they tie your hands together so you can't. Uh, anyway, you have to read the book. Um, but yeah, they're pretty disgusting. So guess what? I'm the guy with rats now. I have rats. Yeah, I have rats. And I have an old motorcycle sitting out back that hasn't moved that I've been pretending I'm going to work on for like the whole last year when me and the boys from Nokomoto decided in March we were going to throw down a a badass uh, Bosusoku build, right? And uh, so that was going to be my Bosu bike, and that's actually just been sitting out in the elements all all summer long. Um, Getting moved around here and there, getting some parts bought for it here and there, but since March, since April actually, I've been so busy at work, I have not had, I I can't afford to pay attention anymore. I'm so attention broke. Um, But anyway, yeah, so I'm that guy with rats. And uh, let me tell you about a few things. Um, Besides getting the, the, uh, let me get off this tangent of wherever I was going with that story. Um, So Ratman here has some announcements. Uh, I got, I got the range to the Moto One uh, podcast um, uh, featurette called the Moto Twins, which is their this week in news kind of show. So I might be taking that over and, um, uh, maybe, um, weekly Wiggins. That is its own show. Um, I don't know. I I don't even know if Wiggins knows this. I think I texted it to him the other day. Uh, weekly Wiggins has been its own show for a little while now. Uh, you can find it on anchor, Spotify, uh, Podnut. uh, listen here. Um, what's that other one? Pocket cast, uh, gnome burger, um, scratchy puppy and listenable. And then there's one other one. Uh, oh yeah. There's two other ones. Podbean, um, Sprouker and jam drum or something like that. And the biggest one is Spotify. We're getting it out on iTunes, but weekly Wiggins, if you're looking for it here on creative writing and you noticed it hasn't been popping up on here, what the F man It's because it has its own feed. It's its own show. If you want us to bring it back here, cause you don't want to have to go subscribe to another fucking motor pike, sodcast. Um, we'll, we'll put it on here too. So just let me know, give me some feedback in our emails or in Instagram, or just come and smash me over the head with a brick that says bring back Wiggins, um, weekly show. All right. Second, second bit of business here. Hey, listen, uh, the South Jersey motorcycle film festival starts in just three weeks. You heard me three weeks, son. Get on it. Get on it, girl. Uh, Rev Sisters is proud to host this online film festival for motorcycle fans and share a crazy cool collection of films that you can enjoy from the comfort of your own home, just like you should be able to enjoy every film, in my opinion. Uh, Register today at RevSisters.com for a free ticket or buy a 10-day pass if you need more time to enjoy the films. Um, Make some popcorn, get ready for some fantastic movie watching with the South Jersey Motorcycle Film Festival and... Listen, I'm going to tell you, go to RevSisters.com, buy a 10-day pass, enjoy the film festival. It'll be just like being there in person. You'll be the only person you enjoy, and you'll be watching lots of cool things about motorcycles. And hey, if you get a 10-day pass, you can watch everything uh, multiple times. You might get busy with the holidays coming up. You never know what's going to be going on. I think this 10-day pass is the way to go. Anyway, RevSisters.com is where you can find all the information. Um, Go check it out. South Jersey... 
Motorcycle Film Festival. And I think if you, uh, I think they got some swag. If you go to RevSisters.com, they got the South Jersey Motorcycle Film Festival, and it's a picture of a Jersey Devil on a motorcycle. If you don't know what the Jersey Devil is, you haven't paid attention to the last few years. Spooky spokes, you big idiot. Um, anyway, so yeah, go register for that. All right. Hi, Tobor. How are you doing? You haven't said much tonight. I, I like that you're working the boards over there. Um, so how are you doing? Yeah, how are you doing? Buddy? Yeah. Yeah, whoa, you're yelling in my ear. Can I turn you down a little bit? Uh, if you say yes again, I'll be very disappointed. Yeah. Okay, you you did it. Um, hey, listen, uh, I recently, um, I'm going to tell you some upcoming events right now because this is really important to me. This, this show is going to be real short. We're going to try and break down 2020 on next week's show. I know next week maybe. Uh, we've been coming out super irregularly, by the way. Is that is that because of you? Um, is that because... Uh, we, we should be at the, uh, what's it called? The Burbank studios right now. I don't think they're going to let us in. No, I don't think so either. That's why the show has been coming out on a little bit irregular basis recently because our regular time slot on Sunday nights, um, they actually axed that guy, the monkey that played the motorcycle based polka. They axed that show or they moved it to Thursdays or something. I don't know what they did, but what, I don't know what happened to our Sunday spot. I almost called you Porco, <laughs> Tobor. I, I shouldn't use your real name. Now they know you're Porco the robot. Uh, yeah. So anyway, good evening, uh, Tobor. Yes, good evening, Junkie. All right. You stay on stoned again. Are you all right? Um, don't answer that. Don't answer that. Uh, anyway, yes, um, I had the uh, pleasure of listening to a podcast this weekend, or today, actually. I listened to a podcast today called the... Um, let's get out podcast. I should know what it was called. I just listened to it today, but it's not one I'm sus- subscribed to, but I think it was called let's get out. And, um, it's a podcast that features only 30 something beautiful people across uh, the country. And maybe, maybe it's global. I don't know. The only people I saw were extremely beautiful, um, young Americans, you know, like doing their thing, getting out and being young and beautiful, right? So if, if you're not young and beautiful, don't bother trying to get on that show. But it was a charming little show. Um, it featured a girl named Kate Maher, who is uh, here in LA. And I, st- I stalk her on Instagram, just like everybody else that I stalk on Instagram. I'm talking to you too, um, uh, uh, 59 Cla- Classic Cafe. All my, all, <laughs> Old friends I stalk on Instagram and I troll them uh, via different accounts so they don't know who it is. But anyway, no, I uh, I follow a bunch of um, motorcycle people here in LA and you know just see what they're up to, see what they're doing, uh, see if I want to do some of the stuff that people are hanging out. And this is somebody that I've seen recently doing a lot of cool stuff and like, oh yeah, look, this person does like really cool uh, moto stuff. I don't even remember who I know that knew her or something, but uh, did, she just did a podcast. And a really cool podcast called Get Out. So go check it out if you want to listen to a podcast that was charming. Tobor, a charming podcast. Did you hear that? She was charming. The two co-hosts. Listen to this. The best part, Tobor, forget about who's on the show. The best part, the co-hosts are charming. And they were having a fun time. Could you imagine that? Huh? Could imagine that? A fun, charming show? (laughs) Yeah, right. Not between me and you, bro. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's raising his gigantic robot. Come at me, bro. Fist. Don't do that. Don't do that. Listen, we're, I mean, you'll do. I miss the beast man. Well, listen, who, 
uh, I miss Wiggins sometimes. It's Jay. Yeah, let's just we'll get. We, you have thirty seconds to get over it, Tobor. Uh, yeah, and don't play that text stuff. Nobody can see that. We're we're on air. Nobody can see what you're texting to me furiously on your on your display screen there. Yeah, I know. I know. So anyway, yeah. I can't imagine that. I could never. I could never imagine a charming and fun show with you, buddy. Uh, but let's work on it, right? Let's let's <laughs> let's work on it this year. Okay, you weirdo. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, anyway, we're gonna get the show uh, dialed in, and Tobor, you and I are gonna be best of buddies um, by the end of the year. So how's that? We're gonna be. Yeah. Re- I can't tell with you since you're a robot. If that was a sar- sar- sarcastic, yeah. Was that real, yeah, or sarcastic, yeah? Was it a real or sarcastic? Why don't you just say something to me? Now I can't tell. <laughs> God dang. So anyway, so enough about you, Toward, enough about me, and enough about our love-hate relationship with each other. Um, Tobor, can you cue up the notes? Here we go. All right, so Tobor's got some notes here for me. We're going to talk about some upcoming events, and this is important to me because at least there's some freaking events going on this year, right? So this time last year... Uh, this time last year, actually, I was taking Wiggins to see a band called the Hot Snakes. Um, yeah, I believe it was right around this time of year. We went to see this band called the Hot Snakes. He'd never heard of them. We had recently gone to see Bob Log the Third, which is one of my favorite uh, uh, artists in the world. I love Bob Log the Third, and um, and we went to see him. And then uh, Wiggins took me to see DFA. Uh, 1979, and then we went to see the Hot Snakes. I was like, "All right, dude, I got to return the favor to you for taking me to DFA. Let's go see Hot Snakes." And he's like, "Oh yeah, they're you know 100 years old, but they're still rocking the pants off of. Uh, I mean, they're just. I love Hot Snakes. When I lived in San Diego, they were a uh, local band and um, local super band, I should say. It had John Reese from uh, Rocket from the Crypt, who I loved Rocket from the Crypt growing up. Um, and it had Rick Fork from um, Drive Like Jehu, who I also loved growing up, and Gar Wood, who was in a bunch of bands, but I want to say he was in Drive Like Jehu also, and then the drummer, who I don't know. who Besides Dave Grohl, what drummers do you know? I mean, I guess Neil Peart because he's a motorcyclist, but if he hadn't been like one of the greatest drummers of all time, nobody would have known his name. I can't even tell you the drummer for Def Leppard. And uh, he only has one arm. Like, everybody should know that guy. Um, or what's his name from, uh, is it Nicky Sticks? Nicky Sticks. That sounds like a drummer's name. Is that the guy from Motley Crue or Poison or something, Nicky Sticks? I feel like that's a drummer name, Nicky Sticks. But I almost feel like I got that wrong. Anyway, uh, yeah, besides Dave Grohl and maybe Neil Peart, now that I think about it, who else do you, I, I'm besides, you know, Buddy Rich uh, and... Gene Krupa. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. No, I'm just going to start naming off people like Ginger Baker and Paul. Okay, never mind. I, I, I've done a bad job of that. Anyway, uh, the story I'm trying to get at is that me and Wiggins went to see this band called The Hot Snakes, which is a really good – they were a, um, a superpower band with a bunch of members from other – Excellent, excellent indie rock bands. Mostly, whoa, Tobor, settle down, bro. Mostly from San Diego. <clears throat> and uh, anyway, I was playing playing Forza the other day. Uh, yeah, we got Forza. I got Forza. Um, uh, never. I think we talked about this on a couple episodes ago. Playing with my kids, the Thin Blue Line. Do I like that? No, I don't. I don't like racing games that show you lines. I always turn that crap off, everything off. I, dri- I have to drive like I'm in real life or else I can't do it correctly. Um, so driving along as though I'm in a car, 
<laughs> for some reason I play these games. I guess it's because of COVID too. I've been enjoying this game because you can get out and you can haul ass. You're not going to get a ticket and you can smash through people's garden fences in uh, Edinburgh. And um, anyway, so Hot Snakes comes on and I was like, holy shit, this game has one of the best soundtracks aside from Grand Theft Auto where the um, radio stations are just the best because it's it's real music on there. They've licensed a bunch of music as well. But if you listen to the talk shows, it's like total funny bullshit. Like I love, I love Grand Theft Auto and just uh, sometimes I'll just drive around so I can listen to the radio stations on Grand Theft Auto, um, not to murder people with my car and run drugs, uh, which you do on Grand Theft Auto. So I just I just drive around and listen to the radio. It's pretty funny. Um, I love that shit. And so it reminds me of like um, they used to actually have funny radio shows back in the day when people listened to radio and didn't stream everything. But um, now they have podcasts, I guess, which are uh, – they need to have a fake radio podcast. Hey, Tobor. Write that down. Okay, cool. Um, so, uh, yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm playing Forza and Hot Snakes comes on, and I was thinking, shit, man. This time last year, Wiggins and I were actually watching a concert in person. Can you believe it? How dangerously we were, we were on the edge last year, man. We were like living dangerously, bro. Tobor, we were like, right? How else would you wear them? That was a non sequitur question. I think you just blurted that out because you weren't paying attention to what I was saying. I said we were watching the hot snakes together and we were in a crowded room full of other people. Can you believe it? Um, yeah, it was almost like we were at Sturgis, but of music. Um, so anyway, yeah, so this time last year, also the IMS motorcycle show would have been opening. I believe it was this weekend last year. Uh, this weekend fell on the 16th instead of like the 20th. So um don't ask me how that one weekend fell four days earlier. It's a leap year this year. That's why. Um, anyway, so the I- IMS Motor Show was kicking off exactly the same week of November last year, I believe. And it would, it would have started the tour season. We've, we would have already had ICMA. Uh, Tokyo Motorcycle Show happens, I think, every other year, right? Is that how it works? And Intermont or is Intermont every other year? I forget. But, um, you know, I don't think AIM would have been going off anyway. I think AIM uh, was right around the same time as IMS last year, maybe a little bit before. Um, but I think they had planned to be after it this year anyway, or during it or something like that. Um, and so even though aim had moved to 2021, they still are going to cancel now, I believe. So, uh, but they would have been, uh, kicking off right around this time. Uh, and you know, it really would have been the start of the motorcycle season. So, uh, IMS Moto Shows, if you go and look up their event calendar, they still have this weekend marked. And that is because today is the day that they have slated as the tour kicking off here in Long Beach. Um, and instead, if you go look at their site, it says, hey, the show would have opened the tour season today, but now IMS Outdoors is going to be replacing the show in 2021. And they're getting they're getting a little bit closer to announcing the tour dates. They're going to run from May to October, and it will be an outdoor tour. Uh, I want to say that I think they said eight dates are going to be announced December 4th. So get ready, baby. It's going to be getting announced soon where they're going to be. So we can plan to all get together and have a big smorgasbord in the middle of summer. Um, I'm hoping that uh, the government is cool with people meeting by then because, I mean, I understand if it's not because things are getting worse or something like that. But at the same time, dang, 
this year, what, what what was supposed to be two weeks is stretched on into a year, and uh, things are getting worse. So, <laughs> oh no. Um, so anyway, yeah, when Valentino Rossi gets COVID twice, like, <laughs> dude, come on. Uh, so anyway, yeah, the tour dates are going to be announced December fourth. So everybody, do your fucking parts, uh, no matter where you're at. Um, so that all of us can get together. Don't don't want to you ruin it for all of us. Um, so yeah, I really want to do that. I'm looking forward to getting outdoors and doing some more shit. And I think it's going to be more power sports related. There's probably going to be a hell of a lot more side by side stuff on next week's show when we break down 2020 and what the not only what the pandemic has uh, uh, expediated, expedientified. Uh, Tobor, make up a word with the e real quick. Expedunkist. All right. Uh, 2020 has expedunkist. Um, the uh, uh, things that were happening already by coronavirus. So it's almost like when you have a lot of pollution in your city and then like half the city catches on fire and it like, hey, guess what? Now we're really polluted, eh? So that's kind of what has happened. So I'm kind of excited um, to see where what's going to be presented next year as the uh, motorcycle and power sports industry because it's already been kind of heading in the direction I think they're going to um, be announcing. Um, and I think the pandemic has just reinforced that by having non, non-on-road motorcycle sales um, really carry the industry. So, yeah, I think that's what they're going to be focusing on next year. We'll see. We'll see. This is all speculation. Um, the other thing is, is that Kawasaki is also – well, Ducati's been announcing their bikes. I already told you that last week over like a five-week period. And I think I told you that Kawasaki – Excuse me. I think I told you Kawasaki was going to be announcing their bikes uh, soon, and it is. It's this. It's next week. So pay attention. Then, if you go to Kawasaki.com, you might be able to find a press link or some something on their main website. And if you're in um, Canada, I think it's Kawasaki.ca or KawasakiMotor.ca, whatever it is. Um, yeah, go there and check it out. And they're going to announce it, I think, the 23rd, so um, right before Thanksgiving. So, yay, everybody that celebrates Thanksgiving, I have something to be thankful about. Um, other stuff going on that would normally be going on Friday, the November 20th. Not just the IMS Motorcycle Show would have been opening this week. And also, what is happening this weekend is Hogs Gone Wild. You heard me right. Hey, Tobor, give me some sweet music, bro. Well, we'll give you a second. Let's take a pause right here so we can get some sweet-ass music. We can't we can't announce Hogs Gone Wild without having some f- rip-roaring, <laughs> rip-roaring music. All right. <laughs> Oh my God, jeez Louise! I thought you were gonna troll me with like some. <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were gonna troll me with like some. Uh, what's her face that sang, "Walking After Midnight"? God, not what's her name. I wanted to say uh, Nancy, but that ain't right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> thanks for the rock and music. All right, bros, listen up to this. Yeah, leave your panty waists at home. Uh, Where'd my notes go? Leave your panty waist at home. Does it really say that on their thing? No, it just says hoags, H-O-G-Z, hoags, hoags gone wild, bagger drag racing at Gulfport Dragway, 17085 Racetrack Road in Gulfport, Mississippi. Don't bring no little sportster, little girly man, and don't bring no sport bike. You people that want to go over 100 miles an hour, bring your bagger. We've seen them race at Laguna Seca. Now we're going to watch them drag race at Golf Bar Dragway. Oh. Okay. Very, very apropos. Thank you, Tobor. 
Um, so anyway, yeah, that's going to be happening. Check that out. Hogs gone wild. Hogs, hogs gone wild. Also, there's going to be a Republic Rally crossover. Uh, 6 a.m. Uh, fr- that's a, that's pretty early to get up on a Friday, if you ask me. 6 a.m. Uh, at Republic Harley Davidson in Stafford, Texas. The riders are going to be given a hundred points of interest. Uh, it's going to be up to you. <clears throat> excuse me. It's going to be up to you. You're just going to be given a hundred random points of interest, and you're going to have to plot the route around to get the most points. So each point, each each route point of interest is going to be worth a different um, numerical point value, and you're going to have to make your route. Uh, hit the ones worth the most value, I guess. So you, what you're going to try and do is get the most points and race back to Republic Harley-Davidson. That sounds like a fun Friday. Uh, now you just have to convince your boss that you have one-day coronavirus so that you can get out of work on Friday. Yeah! All right, Saturday, November 21st, Abate 38. Abate 38. You heard that right. It's the Abate 38. Turkey run. 8.30 a.m., Walmart, in El Centro. Hey, what else is in El Centro? A prison? In a old airstrip, right? And apparently a Walmart. So listen, Walmart in El Centro, bring a turkey and $10 to help out local families in need. And trust me, uh, back when I was a kid, every family in El Centro was in need. But listen, I don't know. Is that really the case anymore? El Centro was just like this weird town out in the middle of nowhere. It'd kind of be like riding your uh, your dromedary camel through the desert. And all of a sudden, there's a sweet oasis called El Centro. And El Centro is Spanish, of course, for the center. And you're in the center of nowhere, buddy. Bring a turkey and $10 to help out families in need in the center of nowhere. All right, Fort Kennedy Turkey Run, 9 a.m., Lattice Harley-Davidson in Gladstone, Oregon. Show up, don't be a douchebag. Lattice Harley-Davidson in Gladstone, Oregon, 9 a.m. That's a little early for people on a Saturday that ride Harleys. Usually the sport bike guys are up between like 6 and 9, and the Harley guys are up between 11 and 4. All right, that's the shift here at the uh, Kennedy Turkey Run. Uh, let's head into our very last thing that we have going on here. Tobor, cue up some awesome sound effects, too. We got to send this one off the fucking blast. Wait, could you even hear that? That was the la- that was for the last one. That was you need to turn that that up. Oh, I see. I got. I see what was happening. Okay, yeah. Good point. So, uh, big time Sonoma one. This is happening on Saturday and Sunday. Big time Sonoma one. This is the rescheduled dates for the AMA California State Flat Track Championships at Sonoma County Fairgrounds in the Chris Beck Arena in seat number 42, aisle 7. Yes! Santa Rosa, California, Saturday and Sunday, the AMA California State Flat Track Championships featuring gigantic bikes, little bikes, hooligan bikes, uh, bull tacos, everything you can possibly think of that people can flat track will be there at the big time Sonoma 1 AMA California State Flat Track Championships at Sonoma County Fairgrounds in the Chris Beck Arena. Seat 42, aisle 21. All right. 
right, all right, everybody. Enough of that. Enough of that hijinks. All right, yes. Check all those events out. If you got any events that you want us to talk about, uh, email the show. I'm not a fucking mind reader. Take that. Yeah, baby. Uh, hey, did you hear? We're going to talk about did you hear. Uh, besides, did you hear that Weekly Wiggins has its own show? Besides, did you hear that you can go to RevSisters.com to check out the South Jersey Motorcycle Film Festival? Did you hear? Happy birthday to one of our Patreon uh, supporters, Nerissa. Yes, Nerissa celebrated in style this week as she turned 30 for the first of many times to come, huh? right? Also in Wisconsin, our other Patreon, uh, Patreon supporter, Chris, he bought his first house. Another Chris buying a house today, huh? So listen, congrats to Nerissa for celebrating your birthday. And it's, uh, oop, oop. Congrats, Chris, on <laughs> buying your first house. Uh, yeah, and probably your last. Knowing that you spend as much on your house as you have on racing vehicles over the years will come as a surprise to some, but not us, uh, and not his friends Michelle and Mike, who helped him uh, push him to decide to get this house. And finally, our last Patreon supporter in Wisconsin is Chad. Hi, Chad. All right, speak, <laughs> speaking of houses, Mr. Chris Wiggins is now a proud homeowner near me as well. So there's another Chris buying a house this week. Uh, he's off the hill, so no more fire evacuations and power outages. Um, but we will still be able to see the action from the valley. We'll just be doing it from a safe distance. But don't worry, we will still get to enjoy the smoke. The offshore breeze that always brings the warm desert air and blows the heat and smoke into the valley and stokes the fires uh, will blow it right into our neighborhood. So we are good, and we're going to get to enjoy it together still, even though we don't have to get evacuated from it. So we'll still be able to enjoy the view and sniff that smoke like we're right there. Um, and it's also only an eight-minute drive from me, so I'm a little bit sad. I won't be able to rip two of my favorite freeway on-ramps en route to his house. Uh... Who's tired? Me. Who's been up for 45 days? Me. Who should go to sleep in a minute? Me. Hey, so Wiggins, congrats on your house. Uh, Sing Syme, congrats on your house. Nerissa, herpy burfter. Herpy burfter. That's not, herpy burfter is not what you want to say to somebody who's just turned uh, in the prime of their life right now. Herpy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. How's that? HBD, kid. Uh, and welcome to Club 30. All right. Uh, I've been there 17 times already. <laughs> I'm very, I'm over, I'm over 100 years old. I'm very old. Um, so yeah, I think, I, I think I've rounded 30, uh, what, six times now? So anyways, yeah. And Chad? Hi, Chad. All right, now listen, here's some more news. Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? In Fontana, this is terrible news. I don't know why I wrote this down, but it just struck me. I, I saw it on our little feed that we uh, follow, and I've got it in my news because it was close by. Uh, hey, remember when I said to do the funny sound effects, Tobor, and you said, yeah, I will, and now you're just sitting over there looking. What are you looking at? What is that a vending machine in a bikini? Tobor, you should be ashamed. All right, Tobor, hit it. Dateline, Fontana. 
Uh, I guess I should say the date if I say Dateline, right? Dateline, Fontana. A man was arrested this week for hitting a 53-year-old motorcyclist who was traveling northbound on Locust Avenue in Fontana. Fontana, of course, the location of Fontana Speedway. Uh, Fontana Banana, the famous stripper out there at the Spearmint Rhino. And uh, Fontucky, as they call it, because all the rednecks that race out at California Speedway live out there. Um, So, yeah, Fontana, not too far away from... uh, Tennessee. Um, the suspect continued through the intersection and made a U-turn. Now this is crazy. He was, the motorcyclist was traveling northbound on Locust and the suspect was coming from the west going eastbound. So T-boned him in the intersection. Suspect continues through the intersection and makes a U-turn, comes back to hit the motorcyclist again on purpose this time. Um, and then and then did like a fat Brody, uh, Tokyo drift style. And again, himself started heading North on Locust. So, um, who knows? I don't know what was going on there, but weird, suspicious behavior. Uh, it's like I, I hit somebody and instead of being like, Oh my God, what just happened? What did I do? You're like, Oh my God, I'm pissed. Or it was a hit. I have no idea. The fact that the guy was 53 years old on a motorcycle tells me it was probably a Harley Davidson. Be just doing the simple, you know, mathematics out here in California. Um, unless you're, let me see, unless you're Rialto, then you could be on a moped, but said motorcycle. So I'm going to guess he was on a Harley. Um, not too many 53 year olds rocking the fucking H2s out here. So, uh, I'm going to guess he was on a Harley and I don't know if this dude just hit him and, and was mad that he hit him and turned around or if it was a hit, maybe there, maybe he was a, uh, what's it called? A, uh, bandito. No, what's that group? Oh, maybe he was a Mongol. Um, and yeah, it was a hit. Who knows? But uh, yeah, the suspect was later found and arrested, and he will be charged with homicide. So that's interesting. Uh, he went from a hit and, hit and run to a homicide and run, and he turned around and hit the guy back on purpose again after knocking him off his bike the first time. So crazy. Sad, sad, sad. Interesting. Interesting to see how that plays out. Um, also, I read in AMA magazine, I don't have this in front of me, so I'm just going to go off memory. That weird guy, uh, I forget his name. It was like Zoya Dev Holmorskobayer, the guy who was, I think, totally twacked out on crack. Um, last year, I believe that was ran, he ran into like a group of seven motorcycles with his tow truck or something like that. Cause he was just like twacked out. Um, he got, uh, I wish I had the Tobor too bad. You're, too bad you're bolted to the floor. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't have the magazine in front of me, but I think he got like his sentence lessened or the guy, his lawyer tried to get something reduced saying that he was, um, the statements that he made at the time weren't obviously true because he was twacked out. I don't know how they're trying to, gonna try and get this guy off, but it's chaos and it's it's not a good thing. You you know, he, he messed up and he should pay for it. Um, seven people were affected because of it. So it's not just like, Hey, I didn't mean to do that. And it's not like nobody got hurt, which I could understand. Yeah. You were twacked out and you rolled a shopping cart across lanes. That was dangerous, but, and you shouldn't have done it, but he like slammed into seven people. I think that got seriously hurt. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how that one plays out in court, but I think the judge is maybe going to try and, uh, not go for it. We'll see. Other news. Did you hear about this one? Listen up, listen up, listen up. Harley Davidson and Hero Motor Corp sign an agreement. Now, I know this is like a month old, and we should probably uh, break this down instead of just throwing a, hey, did you hear this? Um, We should probably break this down into what it's going to mean for Harley Davidson and what this actually means and and what we're about to say 
because on uh, on the base level, it sounds like we're saying one thing, but if you read a little deeper, just like when you're reading the clinical trials for medications, you can't just read the um, abstract. You have to read the whole thing. Um, we're gonna get. We'll, we'll delve into this later, but uh, yeah, it still bears mentioning that as a former Harley employee who also had dealings with Hero that didn't go so well. Um, Harley Davidson's now getting in bed with Hero Motor Corp. So we'll see how that goes. Fortunately for the Motor Co., this deal doesn't likely involve the same amount of cross-pollination and development that Eric Buell was seeking when they kind of sent him packing and, uh, you know, took all his uh, lunch money and sent him on his way. But it more or less appears that the hog brand will be licensing its name to be used on some Indian made and designed bikes. Um, think air Maki sprint, you know, Harley Davidson sprint, um, and all that stuff. So they will be about as Harley Davidson as the Harley Davidson branded boots that are available in showrooms that are all made in China. Um, they're just licensed, but on the other hand, it is a guarantee that Harley will at least quote, sell, quote, a bike <laughs> the Indians want and can afford. See, the thing is, is that um, in India, uh, Indians don't really, um, I don't think, I, I've seen reviews online where people drive Harleys around, and I, by drive, I do mean drive. You kind of, those wide Hollywood beach bars are kind of like a steering wheel on a bus. Um, no, they ride them around the city and stuff, but if you're looking for a price point and you're looking for practicality, then you're not looking for Harley Davidson. Not in India, anyway. Um, but anyways, yeah, that will give Harley a chance to, um, from what I read, and we'll delve into this later, basically be Harley Davidson in India um, and at least make a, a few bucks off their heritage and company name. Um, I ask the boys at Nokomoto, who probably don't even have time to listen to podcasts anymore, but if they happen to listen to this one and it's 10 years in the future, that's okay with me too. Is this legacy fraud? Are you using your legacy to make a buck off a of licensing? Like, uh, just walk into a Harley Davidson showroom. You'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, all them toys and socks and little kids. I even got my kid, uh, um, little toolkit when he was a baby. Flip open the thing. It says made in China. They don't have anybody at Harley Davidson sewing plush toolkits for babies. Come on. Come on. Uh, anyway, so at least they'll be able to make a few bucks off of their heritage and company name, and they'll still be able to do the cheap way of um, doing the uh, all, all bikes for all roads uh, named Harley-Davidson or whatever that thing was going to be where they uh, – it'll be a cheap way to get into another market. Let's put it that way. Uh, listen, we're going to be um, out of here. We're going to talk next week. we got a lot of stuff to cover for 2020 all the way from – uh, your favorite nobody winning MotoGP to the best racing I've seen all year long being some a field of like 16 baggers or 15 baggers at Laguna Seca, why that's important and why uh, I think stuff like that um, has been uh, a little bit more, what, what am I trying to say? The, the pandemic has put a lot of stuff on hold and canceled a lot of stuff. So now uh, a lot of things happened this year that would have likely not happened had it been a full-length year uh, in many, many, many ways. Um, yeah, so we're going to we'll dig through all this next week. Uh, I don't really have time for it right now. i got to go get ready to go pack. Um, i got to get some sleep for it too. I'm so tired right now. Um, but, yeah, so you guys take it easy. Have a good weekend. Um, 
any topic of interest that anybody has, f- please feel free to email the show, creativepodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up in the DMs on Instagram. Uh, smash that like button, pulverize the subscribe, and uh, scribble our name on the underside of your shoe, or better yet, carve it in there backwards so that when you walk, it leaves like a stamp that says creative writing on the ground. If you could, tell your friends about us. Say, hey, they're a dorky podcast that makes dorky um, shows, and uh, we could actually be on it because we're fun people, and they like to talk to fun people. So yeah, we'll see you guys later on the flip side. One more thing, one last thing. Um, I don't have any calls to action. We actually have notes. I'm like reading off the notes that we usually have. I don't have any calls to action this week except for to have... A great goddamn holiday season. Where did those notes go, Tobor? Did we write them somewhere else on accident? So yeah, whether you are celebrating... uh, I thought I wrote those down. Whether you're celebrating uh, Thanksgiving this uh, weekend or whether you're doing a potlatch or you're celebrating Diwali, whatever whatever your celebration is this upcoming week, please have a good one. Um, And we may or may not have a show between now and... And the next weekend, because in the USA, it's Thanksgiving, and it's kind of a crazy, <clears throat> crazy holiday. And so, therefore, it's going to be crazy at work. Uh, oh, yeah, here it is. <laughs> right after I said we're getting off the grid. So, yeah, here it is. Yeah, we're going to get off the grid. Yeah, definitely getting away from computers and all this shit. And uh, going to try and get out on two wheels, too, and maybe pop over to Wiggins' new pad and see how it looks. So I wish I could pop over to Sing Simon's new pad and pop up to Wisconsin to uh, give Narissa a, a herpy birthday cake. <laughs> no, I hope her and her husband are having a good week, and I hope uh, having it be the, your birthday week has been the best time. So happy birthday. Um, Chris, Sing Simon, I wish we were there to come over and, and uh, give you a, a housewarming gift. Hi, Chad. I wish we were just there to go see Door County. You know what I'm saying? I'd probably love riding around there. And then um, watch. She's like, I don't even live in Door County, you idiot. Okay, well, fine. I'd just love to come up and visit then. I know he – I forget if he's going on a big trip this year either, but I think uh, I always like uh, trolling – not trolling him, stalking him on the social medias too because he's always up to something fun and funny too. And then I wanted to say to Rob and Philip, our newest Patreon subscriber – Guys, your stuff is in the mail. Sorry it took so long to get it out. I wrote Rob a note about it, but I guess I owe Phil an explanation. Uh, actually, Philip, no, you just emailed me this week. So I had also tried to do your stuff. I tried to mail stuff online so I didn't have to go to the post office. It's been really hard to get it uh, away from the house. Um, online school and online work and online everything. So you, you get it. So I tried to do the post office online. Guess what? It works best if you mail it in. Oh, the election. Now you're getting political. Oh, anyway, we'll talk about that stuff too. Everybody, have a great week and do whatever you do. Um, peace, grease, and uh, don't scare any geese while you're out there on your Moto Guzzi Flying Fortress. All right, everybody. See you later. Bye.